Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are back live here on our big broadcast. We are coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio today and amfm247.com. We've got a great guest with us today. Go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Tell us a bit about yourself. Hey, yo, I am KBD Meeks, and uh, I'm just a poet, and I represent the Most High God, but I don't believe in religion, you know what I'm saying, and I, I, I don't push religion on anybody. So how do we get in touch with you on social media and everywhere else? KBD Meeks for everything, you know what I'm saying, except for IG, it's I am KBD Meeks, it's K-B-D-M-E-E-K-S, yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, uh, how did you get started doing what you do? I've pretty much been around music my whole life. Uh, my pops was a local rock star back in his heyday in uh, San Jose, California, you know what I'm saying? I was born in San Jose, but I grew up in Sacramento, you know. You know? So, it's pretty much just been in me to want to make music create, and uh, regardless of whether what what I'm going through, what I'm doing with my music, I'm always going to be making music, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, what's been some of your musical heroes and influences? I got a lot of influences. I got, uh, even like, uh, well, of course you got to throw in like hip-hop people like Eminem and Tupac, but basically anyone that's done did it, like the Beatles and Beethoven and even uh, Edgar Allan Poe, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just everything. Just throw it all in one and create some out that. Fantastic. Fantastic. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, and Border to Border on iHeartRadio today. Also, amfm247.com. Tune in iTunes. And, of course, you can find us each and every day over there at jiggyjaguar.com. So, what's been the reception to your music so far, my friend? So far, uh, I've always been getting good feedback, you know what I'm saying? I'm not the best promoter, because I'm always busy creating nonstop. But uh, every chance I get to talk to somebody, they're always telling me something good, you know what I'm saying? I've I've even had people write me telling me that they thought about suicide, and uh, after hearing my song, it changed their mind, you know what I'm saying? That's great. That's great. I'm 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 glad you're uh, you're making a positive impact out there, my friend. I try, I try. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> t- tell tell us about your latest uh, your latest collection of music and how people get your stuff. Yeah, right now I just dropped a new album called Hell A City of Fallen Angels. You know what I'm saying? It's a 12 track LP and uh. It's a world. It's on every platform. You know what I'm saying? So just feel free to look up KBD Meeks, and it'll come up. You'll see it. Um, and it's pretty much been doing good. It's, it's doing good right now. 
Good stuff. So what, what, what's been some feedback you've gotten on this uh, music collection so far? Well, people tell me it's fun. It's fun to listen to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's fun. To, it's fun to, uh, to, see, to see me watch me grow. And uh, to actually see me drop a professional studio album. You know what I'm saying? Good stuff. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. You can get more information at themike.fun. That's themike.fun. And we have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. So where do you see yourself in a couple years as as, as far as uh, your music and touring and everything? Well, I see, my, I see myself doing uh, whatever God says is, you know what I'm saying? And the Bible says uh, not to worry about tomorrow, but to worry about today. And all all the everything you got to do today, all the obstacles that come within the day, you got to worry about that, and then uh, everything will play out accordingly. You know what I'm saying? So the best thing to do is just to have a good mindset and uh, just keep moving forward. Fantastic. Well, we're gonna play some of your music right now. Thanks for joining us, and uh, really appreciated the time. Thank you, my friend. Oh, yeah, I appreciate you, and God bless. Definitely. Have yourself a wonderful day. There he goes, and thank God there we go here on our big program. We are back live here on the Rock Music Hub and also Music Hub Connect, also kjagradio.com. The Transmedia Worldwide Network of Digital Platforms, and we have got a great guest joining us today here on Skype. Go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Go ahead and give us a brief introduction, my friend. Hello, guys. I am Paminos, uh, and I'm a bass player and singer for uh, Mother Foster. So, how did this band get together? Tell us about Mother Faster. Well, at first it was uh, kind of a jam, you know, the drummer had uh, the idea, let's go for a, uh, for a two-hour jam. I'll play the drums, you the bass, and the, and you're going to sing, and uh, your brother, the, my brother, the guitar. Uh, we said, okay, it started, you know, as a joke, but uh, we saw there in the first hour that we had something, and uh, we continued it. Awesome, awesome. It's uh, Mother Faster. They join us today here on Rock Music Hub. So uh, you guys have a uh, in, in incredible, incredible sound, uh, heavy metal, hard rock sound. Uh, you've been compared to Motorhead, Guns N' Roses, Skid Row. Uh, so talk to us about your sound. Uh, well, I don't know, know how to exactly describe it, you know, to someone who, who hasn't uh, never heard it. Uh, I'd say we, we, we mostly keep our uh, stuff uh, old school and uh, simple. You know, just a, a heavy, big uh, distorted bass, uh, heavy uh, guitars and, uh, you know, si simple uh, beats on the drums. Awesome, awesome, fancy. awesome. Mother Faster with us today. They join us live here on our big broadcast. They are based in Athens. Uh, so tell us about the music scene uh, in your community. Uh, 
Yeah, we we have a big, a big uh, music uh, scene, uh, many bands in uh, you know all kinds of uh, genres. Uh, also, some uh, uh, some problems, you know, which every every scene uh, has. To my knowledge, you know, all all around the world. Mother Faster with us today. They uh, join us live here on our big broadcast. So, uh, tell us about your writing process. Uh, you know, putting the music together, doing all this. Tell us about this. Yes, uh, we don't we don't have a, a single uh, process because uh, you know sometimes we just uh, start uh, with a guitar riff. Or uh, sometimes it's uh, just a melody on the vocals, or uh, maybe a lyric. You know what? Whatever gets you gets you going. Awesome, awesome! It is Mother Faster, and they join us today here on our big broadcast, and uh, they are a very, very, very great band. And uh, you can get more information online at motherfaster.com. That's their official website. They're also on YouTube, Facebook, motherfaster.bandcamp.com, also on Instagram as well. And um, in the summer of 2016, they covered Impaled Nazarene's magnum opus, Blood is Thicker Than Water. Tell us a little bit about this. Um, it's a song we love, and uh, we decided to do that cover because, you know, it's uh, it, it would be different. Originally, it's a, it's a black metal song. Mother Faster. They join us today here on our broadcast. And uh, Mother Faster is a result of a bad idea that was born after the end of a jam session during the end of 2011. They are based in Athens with a common purpose uh, to uh, extract the dirtiest side of their souls and present it as an audio insult. There was today here on KJagRadio.com, Rock Music Hub as well. So after playing some gigs during the 2012-2013, they took the they took a look at the request of their fans for an official release. And uh, so, tell us about the uh, their self the, the self titled album. Tell us a little bit about this. Uh, yes, we had nine songs. We we just uh, recorded it, you know, very quickly in a few days. Because you know we we were already playing those songs in uh, in the studio and in some gigs, and the process was uh, pretty fast. Awesome, awesome! It's Mother Faster that join us today here on our big program. You can. Get a hold of us online at kjagradio.com, motherfaster.com for the band. And uh, so you're uh, in 2014, the first single, The Nymph and the God. Tell us about The Nymph and the God. Well, it's a uh, not, not slow, not very fast song, uh, you know, upbeat. Uh, and it uh, has a story behind it. Uh, um, you know, a, pa- a parallel thing between a Greek uh, ancient myth about a satyr and a nymph. And, and we compare that to a modern story between, a, you know, a man and a woman. Awesome. Awesome. It is Mother Faster. They join us today 
here on kjagradio.com, also Rock Music Hub, and uh, you can get more information on Mother Faster on their official website at motherfaster.com. That's motherfaster.com. And they're with us today here on our big program. So um, we are going to play some of your music right now. Uh, Mother Faster, they, they join us today here on our big broadcast. So um, tell us a little bit about some of your songs. Uh, we are going to play Abused in the Garden of Love. Tell us about this. Uh, that's uh, the, that was uh, the first single from our last album, uh, and it's a story about uh, uh, actually from ancient uh, Sumer, you know, a Sumerian story from the from the beginning of uh, human civilization. Okay, and it's about a, a farmer's boy that. Uh, Try to to rape the goddess. Fantastic. Well, we are going to do this. I appreciate you making time for us today. We are going to go to this song. And uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, continued success with your band, my friend. Thanks a lot, James. Thank you for having us. Yes, yes. You guys have been fun, and we'll definitely do this again. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Have yourself a wonderful day. We are going to go to Mother Faster right now here on KJackRadio.com, Rock Music Hub.
That is Mother Faster. Get a hold of them online, motherfaster.com. And uh, we got to go. We got more stuff coming at kjagradio.com. Go over and check it out right now, kjagradio.com. We are back live here on our big broadcast. We are coast-to-coast, border-to-border. We are live as live can get, and we have got a great guest joining us today here on our big program. Go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friends. Tell us about yourselves. This is Henka, and I play bass for Moonshot. And uh, currently I'm talking to you from Helsinki, Finland. So tell us about Moonshot. How did the band get together as a group? Tell us a little about Moonshot. <clears throat> well, we are four guys from Helsinki, and um, we all have... Um, we, we started the band like two years ago, just before the pandemic actually kicked in. And uh, we, are, we all have quite a lot of experience. We, the guitar player Jussi and the drummer Mikko... They played in this Finnish, Finnish sort of a punk band called Disco Ensemble for 20 years, and they uh, they wrapped up their career two years ago. And after that, they decided that they will keep doing music in a different form. And then they uh, <clears throat> they managed to lure Ville Ville Malia, the singer, who is known from a Finnish band also called Lapko. Uh, and Villa, Villa, Villa joined joined these guys then a few years ago, and then then they were still missing a bass player. And then when they heard that that Children at the Bottom is going to end, then Villa actually called me and said that would I be interested in in joining this new band with these guys. And then I listened to the demos, and and then I said yes. And and now uh, two two years later, we have now the album out. Album was actually recorded two years ago, but. Finally, now in October, we get it finally out. Fantastic. We have the band Moonshot with us today. They join us live here on our big program. So, Moonshot, tell us about uh, where we find you guys on social media, the websites, all these things. Well, uh, our, our website is uh, moonshotofficial.com, and you will find us in Instagram, under Moonshot, I guess it's. Uh, oh, I have to double check what it, what's the. It's actually Moonshot Music. That's that's the that's the Instagram, and then then we are Moonshot Official in, in Facebook as well. Fantastic. So, what has been the uh, reaction to your music online through social media? It's been actually pretty good. We we dropped the first single already one year ago. And actually, the single was one of the most, um, let's say, um, softer ones, like very melodic and quite slow, but it's a very soft song. So, but it it uh, it got very nice attention, and then then we have been dropping dropping actually all all together. We have six singles, and then then the then the album album was dropped a few weeks ago. And ever since the album was dropped, we've we've got a lot of a lot of nice feedback from very wide. From very very wide audience, actually. I guess I guess that's because because we all have such such a strong background in in the industry. So then there's there there's yeah like musically quite wide <coughs> wide audience, and and we've been very happy to to see such a <coughs> such a big amount of positive positive reviews. 
Awesome. Awesome. It's Moonshot. They join us today here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border on iHeartRadio, also KJagRadio.com, Moonshot with us today. So you guys have an incredible, incredible sound. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of your musical heroes and influences. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's a good one. Uh, we, <clears throat> I mean, all all of us being having been professional musicians for more than twenty years, so we and it, it, all the all the all the three bands that we are from are quite quite different to each other. So yes, so so as as musicians, we have our own own backgrounds, but um, it's it's hard to say. I, the kind of like the key. Key with the key thing in Munjab is is that we we try to do the music with like full uh, sincerity, like like just just do whatever, like like um, being very true to your to your taste to the music, so that we <clears throat> whatever we feel that sounds good, then we we'll, then we will will keep playing that, and then finally that will end up on the record. And uh, it's it's really hard to tell any any like any individual in, inspirations, but but I, I guess it all comes from from a little bit older, like maybe maybe mid mid nineties. Maybe you could hear some mid nineties elements there from some independent <coughs> independent melodic rock. But but I think most everything everything goes with uh, everything comes from. Uh, Everything starts with 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 a strong melody, and then then that's that's usually the whole theme of the song. So it's 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 really it's really difficult for me to point any 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 certain certain inspir- inspirations, but it's it just comes from somewhere. Fantastic. Well, we are going to go to Marlboro Man. We are going to play this track from Moonshot. And uh, we're going to place you on a brief hold. We're going to play this song, and we'll be back and chat a little bit more. It is Moonshot here on our big program.
burning in lack of security What matters the most Is how you crawl out from the fire There's no medium size dreams Just because I do it Just me I am is Moonshot, Marlboro Man, and uh, Moonshot joins us back here on our big program via the magic of the old Skip Skype, and uh, Moonshot back with us here on Skype, and uh, before we let you guys go, what is next for you guys, and uh, how do we get this new album? What's next for us, it's, uh, we just actually played a few shows um, here in Finland, and the next one is going to be our f- first ever headliner club show here in Helsinki in Tavastia Club on January 22nd. So we have like seven weeks to get our things <coughs> things in order for that one. And then, then after that we'll uh, kick off for a small tour in Finland and then afterwards we go, we go to, to Europe to do our own very own club shows for a few weeks. And then, um, then some more touring in spring, and then then the festival season starts here in Europe. We're gonna do a bunch of a bunch of festivals, which is gonna be super nice. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate and, you uh, making time for us today. Thanks for coming on and chatting with us. And we are gonna go to the bunny. It is the Buddy Show. I don't know if you want to call it the Buddy Show. I don't. I don't. I don't know what you want to refer to this show as. But 
we are going to ring the group here on the old Skip Skype, the old Skype-a-rooney. And we are going to go to the bunny, hopefully. And uh, we also have our guest who is going to join us as well. I don't know how this is going to go, so we're going to figure it out. And we will see what happens Hello? here. I think we've got our guest. Can you hear me, my friend? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Pretty good, actually. Pretty good, actually. Uh, we are waiting on uh, the bunny to join us as well. Uh, after all, this is her show. And uh, we've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. So tell me a little bit about your background, my friend. Hold on, I'm Jeremy from uh, Winter Nights here, Brooklyn, New York. We play some death metal. We drink a lot. We smoke a lot. <laughs> we got a new album that came out. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, you guys do a, a lot of cool stuff. Your your latest track, um, Sky Burial. Tell us a little bit about Sky Burial. Well. I like to venture into death, obviously, hence death metal. And uh, Sky Burial is sort of transference of consciousness, so to speak. So sort of what happens when you die, in between dying, and what happens afterwards. And there's uh, in Tibet, there are funerals at the top of the mountains, and the vultures come down and eat eat your corpse wow. to the sky that's where i got the idea for the whole thing so holy smokes that is uh <laughs> that is quite the deal and lord that is that is that is quite the uh quite the uh quite the vision i guess you know <laughs> it's uh, actually like a, a super ritual like people it's very. It's been going on for like hundreds of thousands of years, I suppose, and uh, it's it's pretty like it's like you know the monks are there while the vultures vultures are desecrating the body, hundreds of vultures and and the monks are there praying. And it's kind of like this. It's like what I want in my funeral. So maybe more a little more drinking while monks don't drink. So <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So, uh, Sky Burial, that is the latest from Winter Nights, and they join us today here on our big program, Coast to Coast, to Border to Border, on iHeartRadio Today, also Rock Music Hub, and uh, we have got a, a great guest with us today. Winter Nights is, of course, a four-piece uh, metal band. They are from Brooklyn, New York. So, tell me a little bit about the music scene out there in Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn itself is kind of so-so, but New York City in general is, is pretty decent. We have a, a lot of metal bands. So I, I used to think when I was, you know, a teenager playing metal that there was only a couple of bands. But then once you start playing in the scene, you're playing shows with other bands, you realize on one night you could have five, six metal shows in different boroughs. And it's like an hour to get to each one. So it's actually pretty lively, I want to say, especially in New York City. Just That's great. My head, I could probably name like you know, like thirty local bands that I you know either see or, or been friends with or 
played shows with, you know. And that's just like local stuff. There's Jersey, there's PA that come into town as well, you know. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. I I I I think that would be a tremendous uh, tremendous uh, experience there to, to to have all those all those musicians and you just go from place to place and and all that. I think that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's definitely like decent. I mean, obviously, we're living in a different era now with all this stuff, so to speak, that goes on. So shows are closing and opening, and closing and opening. But uh, yeah. We've gotten through it. You know, there's a couple of good shows that happened since May when things opened up, and now it's probably going to close up again thanks to this government. But, yeah. So uh, you've been uh, – you guys have been doing this, this Winter Nights project for a little bit. Tell me about uh, how this thing got together, how, how, how you guys got all together as a group. So my brother is the lead guitarist. His name is Efren, and – it's basically been me and him since 2006 or whatever, playing music in general. And it was about 2007. It was a uh, New Year's Eve. And we obviously were getting tanked. And it was like right before the ball drop or somewhere around that. I don't know. We, we don't re- ever, ever remember everything past 11 p.m. But it was a couple of me, my brother, and a couple of friends and childhood friends. And at the time, my brother, we're doing like, you know, New Year's Eve wishes, whatever, we're fucking wasted. So we don't know yeah. what we're talking about. But he has one, he says, my New Year's Eve wish is to make a band in 2007. And somehow somebody remembered it. And like two months later, the drummer, who's one of our best friends from our childhood, just booked the studio and said, we're going to the studio. So we're making a band. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You know, we're still in that. We know covers. I've been playing for a long time at that point, but I know covers, Slayer, Testament, bullshit. You know, I don't know <laughs> nothing about originals and whatever. But so uh, we get to the studio. We, we played that first time. We had probably had like twenty-four beers, and ever since then we've just been <laughs> trying to make some sort of music. You know, that's great. Over the years, that's great. That is that that is fantastic. It is a. Uh... Winter Nights, they're with us today here on a broadcast of this album that we're talking about today. It was recorded uh, in New Jersey, of all places. Uh, t- t- tell us about the uh, re- recording this uh, this album at uh, Backroom Studio and Brady Street Recordings in New Jersey. Well, we did. It's funny that you said Jersey the way you did, because we usually record in Brooklyn or somewhere in, in the city, but... Uh, we decided to take a a budget cut because it's coming out to a lot of money going to these studios that the Foo Fighters recorded that and all this kind of bullshit. So we're like, okay, we're going to take a step out and check out the prices in Jersey and, and in PA or whatever. So it turns out a drummer who came in two years ago recorded some solo stuff with a friend of our, of his, which is called, his name is Mikhail. And he does engineering at this studio. And we're like, okay, it's going to be a small basement in Jersey. Cool, 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 whatever. It wasn't, it wasn't that much money. It was a quarter of what we were paying before. So fine, we book it. We're like, we're ready. We get there. And the studio is maybe like five times bigger than the one we were recording at. It's a fucking like warehouse. There's like rehearsal spaces. There's loungers. There's like a whole room to rehearse before you record with stage and lighting. We're like, wow, this is 
fucking amazing. And then I look at the wall and it's like the studio that Dillinger Escape Plan built. And I'm like, okay, I guess it's a real fucking studio now. So they had accredited stuff on there. Dillinger Escape Plan, a bunch of other people who I don't really, I don't know that type of music that well. So I can't say who was there, but yeah. Um, Mikhail was great. He was probably the best engineer I've ever worked with. He called us on our bullshit when we were wrong with, you know, certain things about leveling notes and stuff. And he also helped us along the way. He had ideas. So it's kind of like he was almost a producer at the same time. And it was interesting because we never really had that. We usually have a guy who just sits there and is like, you're ready? Presses the button. You're, <laughs> you're ready. Presses the button. And then like, like, okay, we take this thing that the guy just pressed the button on and we give it to the mix guy. And the mix guy is like, yeah, I got a lot of work to fucking do now. But this time, our mixing guy was like, this is great. Like, the, the Kyle, <laughs> our engineer, pretty much did most of the stuff, the leveling stuff along the way, you know. But it was it was amazing. Like, this is a different recording experience in Jersey. So. That's great. That's great. I think I think that's awesome. You know, I always... I always like to tell everybody that, you know, I always like to refer to New Jersey as a whole nother country because I've, I've been to New Jersey once and uh, I tried to order a, uh, me and my photographer tried to order a bagel. And uh, I think if he would have just went ahead and just ordered the bagels, we wouldn't have had the problems that we had. But he had to make a big freaking deal about the fact that I'm originally from Kansas and all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, the cashier turns into Andrew Dice Clay, and she's like, "So what do you have?" And I'm like, "If you just would have said, hey, you know, me and my friend here would like a couple bagels,' she would have rang it up, got us our bagels, and get it got out of there." But uh, <laughs> we have got winter nights with us today. They join us live here in a broadcast. So, what's been the feedback on your on your collection of music here? People have <laughs> sort of been amazed that is this you? Because we've, I guess we've changed in a way. We first off, like I said, we have a new drummer with James, and um, the dynamic has changed in the band, as it always does with a new drummer. You always have this new vibe and new ideas, and it's 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 definitely enhanced music in speed and dexterity, um, but also. His background is is like most of our drummers have been pretty straightforward. Either they like like a Mono March, um, Death Metal, or they like like you know Testament, Heavy Metal, or, or like just Metallica yeah. stuff like that. You know, like some yep. new age stuff. James is more like I would say eclectic. He's into more bands that you don't really know, like. Half the time he plays bands in the car, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're playing, but it actually sounds pretty good. Like, <laughs> That's right. Like atmospheric black metal, you know, post-depressive death metal, and like some weird atmospheric rock, and like a lot of stuff where it's like you take a step back and you actually listen to the music, and that may have helped us out a little bit with this album because we there's like the if you hear the album straight through for anybody who listens to it, you can understand that the beginning sort of like is like a little bit of a a drive, a slow drive, and then yeah. you, you'll see it, it starts. The second song will give you a little bit more pace, and the third is just like, like straight up like a fucking machine gun. And the last one just all over the place. And we did that that way because we wanted to sort of get the. If, uh, this is only an EP, so we wanted to get the idea that the next album, <laughs> this is what to expect, like this intensity, you know. 
And um, the feedback has been basically, wow, <laughs> in a way. Because our last album, I, I would say, because I don't want my own worst critic, was dull, in my opinion, the one from 2020. Um, this one, I believe we've shown some part of what we truly can do. And we have a keyboardist who, who gets started on it from Finland, Marco. And uh, he's from some awesome. of my favorite bands that I love, like Kalma and, and Poison Black from back in Finland. And they, they, they're, they're gone now, but Kalma's still around, but he's not with them. But um, yeah. glad to have him on there. And then we got to mix the album with Ati, who's another guy from Finland, keeping it finished. And um, he's worked with bands such as Sentence, which is one of my favorite bands in the world, and a bunch of other bands like like Kalma and, and then Nightwish, and all these big bands from Scandinavia. Um, so I, I feel like I feel like this album may be the definitely the best thing we've ever done. I'll say that 100 percent. But great. also I believe that people are showing that maybe this band has some potential somewhere along the line, which I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? That's great. Well, you know, you you you've got to uh you know, you've got to kind of test the waters, I guess, if 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 you want to say that. True, true. That's great. Interestingly, interestingly enough, this this album was made during the pandemic, so it was a time where which just it's just us in the studio in the hall in New York City is desolate, quiet streets, quiet studio. We were the only band in the studio at the time. We we're the only band brave enough to go to the studio and not catch the virus, so to speak. And um, we just were creating hours and hours of creating. No shows for a year and a half, and we were just there creating this album. Yes, going yeah. to record it, and you know we're like, fuck it, like, we don't give a shit. Like we go to the house, to the car, to the studio, and you know, I mean, it does. It, we got to do what we got to do. We can't just sit home and, and kill ourselves, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and I'll tell you, you guys have got quite, quite the, uh, quite the deal here. So I am, I am really glad that we were able to get you guys on today and chatting about your music. We're going to play some of your music and, uh, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for coming on. Of course. Thank you, brother. Definitely, definitely. Well, we're going to go play some of your music, and uh, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. There he goes. That is Winter Nights, and now here it is on our big program.
like a fish in a hurricane. It's the Jiggy Jaguar experience. Moving can be one of the Pretty good, actually. Pretty good, actually. Now, you are quite the little perv magnet, uh, I, I will have to say. <laughs> and and uh, so, so, Madison, how did you get started uh, doing all the things that you do, my friend? Well, I guess you would say I really started with strippers, and then I became a stripper, and then I kind of worked my way into the online world, and that's kind of how I got to where I am now. That's awesome. That's awesome. So how did you end up as a stripper? And Well, we'll do that, and then I'll ask my next question. So how did you end up as a stripper? So the way I ended up as a stripper is I was originally a Hooters girl and, you know, you got short shorts and a tank top and some of my other Hooters girls had quit Hooters and started dancing at our local gentlemen's club. And they, you know, would come back in and would hang out, eat and talk about the money that they were making. And I was like, hold up, you know, in my home state, you're only allowed to be topless. And I was like, so you're telling me all I have to do is pull this down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Show my nipples. And yep. that's the kind of money I could make. So <laughs> that's kind of how I was like, all right, love you Hooters, but I'm out. So I started stripping in Alabama, actually. And then in Alabama, they you are not allowed to show anything besides topless. And of course, guys want to see more. And it's tempting, you know what I mean? Because you're already just there in a thong. So oh, yeah. I hopped over to Atlanta where you can be fully nude and, you know, really got it going there. <laughs> you did what you had to do, my friend. Yes. I like doing everything legally, you know what I mean? And by the books and things like that. And so it's like, if there's some girls who don't necessarily follow the rules, then it's it's difficult to compete. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm not yep. going to get in trouble yep. because the laws are this way in Alabama. I'll just go right over here to Georgia. And that's kind of how I, you know, went there. And then I was also in Miami dancing at some of the top clubs down there. And that is like a whole other world. Let me tell you. Well, my my other question with the with, with the stripping situation was: Were you did did you have like stripper moves and things like this? Because that you know there, there's two kinds of strippers. That the, there's the chicks that just get up there and take their clothes off and and pervs just throw them money, and then there's the strippers that have like the the carnival tricks and all the various things that they do. So I like floor work specifically like I love to get up close and personal you know and put my hoo-ha like right in your face and really get you like oh so like I would say I had those type of tricks and skills I did some pole work yes but that is exhausting (laughs) yes I love love watching it like I am I to me going to a regular bar is almost boring now you know what I mean because I'm like why not go and watch people get naked so i love watching pole work but that is draining so i would say i would do some pole work you know especially if i was like bored or something but like when it's really busy i love to get up close and personal with the customers and floor work is kind of like my thing you know like you know the little leg clap and spreading it open and shaking your ass like that kind of stuff 
We have got a great guest with us today. She is such a good sport. We have got Madison Knox with us today. She joins us here on our big program. And uh, you have quite the Instagram. Uh, how did you build Thanks. this? Because you, you've, you've got some amazing stuff on there. It, it looks A lot of this stuff looks like professional photography. I know it's not, but a lot of it looks professional photography. So there's a combination of professional photo shoots in there along with amateur style, I guess you'd say professional photo shoots. I did model for several years, like professionally, I guess you would say. And I went to events where there were amazing photographers, but a lot of the time it's you don't always get tons of photos back when you do photo shoots. Like you might, let's say you get six, but like I need more for my fans. So I started shooting, you know, by myself or having friends help me out and shoot with my devices. That yeah. way I could keep all of the content because it's like, for me, if I go and shoot for two, three hours yes. and as thousands of photos but doesn't want to edit them because it takes a long time you know what i mean totally understandable it's like i needed more content so i kind of figured out a way you know by shooting myself that i could get my fans more content but my instagram i think built up over the years of doing especially like playboy and maxim contests and really just getting those publications and things like that there are a few different magazines that were that I was on the cover of or in like featured in and yeah. whatnot. So I would say that's probably the majority of where the Instagram following came from. That's awesome. We have got Madison Knox with us today. She is busier than a Spaniard on a tightrope. It seems these days, she's got all sorts of things going on. Uh, so you, you've done modeling. You did the Hooters work. Uh, me and me and cousin Chris from Jiggy Jag TV used to always have a joke that the Hooters girls worked at Hooters during the day and they stripped at night. And you kind of proved uh, with some of your stories and all that, that's a true story. It seems some to be true. But not completely. <laughs> they try to tell you that you're not allowed to do both. So that's when the deuces came up. And it was like, well, I'm definitely not, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> And make that money there so they do at the time i don't know if they can still do this for legal reasons i'm sure somebody probably tied them up at some point but they tried to tell us you know you can't work at both and they literally lost just about everybody that they told that to because who's gonna you know make this money when you can make this money and yes if you don't want us to do obviously gonna go with the higher route but yeah. while stripping that gave me the chance to do modeling and you know with modeling it was such a strong passion that I had and I love it so much, but it didn't always necessarily pay the best. So you might get a cover and you're like, congratulations, you're on the cover. Here's amazing exposure. You know what I mean? And it's great and wonderful and all, but the landlord at the time didn't care to, you know, take exposure as a rental payment. Yes. So, <laughs> so take and going to VIP with guys and things like that being a stripper is really what um, kind of helped me make the money and let me be able to do what I was passionate about, which was modeling. And then the two together is really what got me to be where I feel like I am now on OnlyFans to where I'm interacting with my fans and friends, I guess I could call them now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I feel like 
really building these relationships, interacting with them, and then being able to put on a show as well, like, you know, with these videos that I'm putting out, because there's, you can only like finger yourself for so long and it'd be interesting. So I like to, to put a little bit more into it and kind of give my, my content a little bit more. So my background was stripping and then also I was a cam girl and then being at Hooters, being able to talk to people really helps with, yeah. you know, telling somebody, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, how to jack their dick off, you know? No, 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 you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> but, 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 but believe me, believe me, you, you, especially the way you look, you can pretty much say whatever the heck you want on this show. Um, Madison Knox with us today. She joins us. You even drink water sexy. That's fantastic. Uh, we, <laughs> she joins us today. You're in our broadcast. So are you doing hardcore sex on camera now or just the modeling or how is that all working? So I do a combination of all of it. I still have, you know, do my photo shoots that I'm pretty much shooting. And then I'm also doing the hardcore stuff as well. So what I like to do is get some content before I do the hardcore stuff. So it's kind of like a full set. You know what I mean? You get photos of the hardcore. So basically, like, let's say we start in the same lingerie and I do photos and everything and then it leads into whatever the scene is going to be. So that way it's like a combination of everything mixed in. You know what I'm saying? That is pretty fantastic that you have uh, got the eye to do that. Because there's a lot of chicks that would not do that. <laughs> so, That's the one thing that I told Yes. Go, go ahead. I mean to cut you off. Go ahead, my friend. That's what I tell girls if I'm helping them, you know, on OnlyFans is that there has to be something unique about what you're doing. Like you have to, like every every female has a pussy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yes. you have to put a little yes. bit more. So that's kind of my side of things. But as far as hardcore goes, I guess you would say I'm at hardcore. I like to take dick. I squirt. It's, you know, I do blowjob videos, girl girl videos, all that stuff. So yes, so. Hey, that's that's fantastic. So, uh, Madison Knox with us today. So, did what did you think when the OnlyFans pulled that stunt where they were going to get rid of adult content and then went, oh no, we need to keep adult content? <laughs> I was like, so, okay, I wake up every day and typically something has changed on social media because, like, no two days are the same. For some reason, something is always changing, which is, you know, you learn to adapt and roll and kind of keep it moving. But within those two days, I'm talking about so many people were like messaging me, what are we doing? Where are we going? What's going on? So I, the whole time, I never planned on leaving OnlyFans. I was going to comply and stay within their guidelines for what they wanted me to do. However, I was also going to another site where I could do what I also wanted to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is still my hardcore content. So with that being said, I do have a Fansly page, which is Madison Knox 2424, where there's some of that content as well. But now that there's not a limitation on OnlyFans, it's still going to be there as well. So literally within two days, everybody jumped over to Fansly. At least there's Fansly, several other different sites. You know yep, what I mean? And people yep. were kind of thinking about talking about. And now people are kind of like, okay. We're here. Are we still moving over there or not so much? So everybody, I think, has kind of settled down a little bit and realized that OnlyFans, you know, made a good dis 
good decision and a good choice for themselves and the creators. Yes, because because OnlyFans is known for you know the extreme stuff. So when that was said, there was a lot of creators and fans that were upset about it, and I think that they saw pretty quickly that that wouldn't be the best business decision, you know, for them, and they were able to secure what they needed to with the banks to make sure that it was a platform for all creators and not, you know, yeah, not the softer kind of stuff. <laughs> Madison Knox with us today. She joins us live here on our big program. So, okay. So you do, you, you do a little bit of everything. Um, and you've got experience in a little bit of everything. What do you prefer? Do you prefer the hard, hardcore stuff or the modeling or what, what is, what, what is, what is the thing that you prefer? Not just what's making you money. So, I mean, I can't lie and say I don't prefer sex because who doesn't, right? It's like one of the best <laughs> things in the world. So I love doing that, but also I love to come. So it's like, I love doing solo stuff, you know, making myself squirt, but I also love getting fucked, you know? So that's probably my favorite now is the hardcore stuff. The photo shoots with it, though, is like what I was always passionate about. So I really like all of it together. Like I like a complete, I don't want to call it a product, but like a complete production. You know what I mean? Yeah. However, it's yeah. still real and it's not, you know, on the set of a porn site or anything like that. It's really me, you know, having sex in my bedroom or really me at a hotel room or really me, you know, wherever I am doing what I'm doing. You'll see it in the videos or, well, whoever watches it will see it. And that's kind of my favorite part about it is being able to do what I like to do. And I mean, I think everybody likes to have sex and making money off of it. It's pretty amazing. We've got Madison Knox with us today. She joins us here on our big program live as live can get. And you can find her on the, uh, the old Twitter machine. She is available over there at Madison Knox. And uh, she has also got an incredible website, madison-knox.com. And she's also on the Instagram as well. And um, so do you do many of these conventions, like the Exoticas and the AVNs and these things? Or, or are you just too busy creating content and making money to go out and meet the marks? <laughs> so I would, I would do the conventions and stuff, but I honestly originally I was at the strip club, you know what I mean? So I never really got into the conventions and whatnot. And now with the whole pandemic happening, I feel like I haven't necessarily gotten a chance to get into it. So it's not that I wouldn't do it. I would love to meet everybody and whatnot. I just haven't, I would say, had the chance to get into that because I've been trying to stay on the, be precautious and be, you know, as careful as I can be because I don't know, the media has just terrified me, honestly. (laughs) Well, then then they've done their job. (laughs) They really have scared me, but it's like being able to work from home and keep people entertained. You know, that was one of the things that I feel like makes me happy, making other people happy. When everybody was locked up, you know, I think it was, April 2020, when everybody really jumped on ship on OnlyFans, I'm talking about fans, creators, everybody. It was kind of cool to see that I was able to, it's almost like sex therapy. You know what I mean? Being able to help people get through stuff because it's like, you can't necessarily go out and meet people at bars, but you can definitely come chat with me online. You know what I mean? And still get off. 
And I think that that helped a lot of people get through the pandemic and it still is helping people. At least I'd like to think so. <laughs> it's Madison Knox. She's with us today here on our big program. And uh, you can find us on iHeartRadio each and every day and JiggyJaguar.com. Madison Knox joins us here on our broadcast. Of course, she uh, she started out as a uh, as a stripper, or a Hooters girl, then became a stripper. She's a model along the way, and now she's basically her own content creator. So, since you don't work for any of the major, uh, I guess, porn companies, if, if that that's what you want to, I was gonna say labels, but I'm like, no, <laughs> they 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 fuck people worse in the in the music industry than they do in the the porn industry. Um, how do you get people for your content when you're doing hardcore stuff? So it's people that I know, or you kind of just have to check it out to see like what, who it is in there, but it's not very difficult to get the requirements, which is a model release, you know, their ID and whatnot, send it in so that I'm able to use their content. It's just, you say, Hey, you know, do you want to film? And they're typically say yes. (laughs) And that's really the gist of it. But with that being said, I did want to mention the more the OnlyFans is rolling, the more I'm noticing lots of catfished and fake profiles like of myself on Instagram and things like that. So I do want to clear the air. I have these social media platforms, but I only, only speak with people in chat and get it on on my OnlyFans and on Fansly because I don't want people getting catfished. I care about yeah. my fans. And I feel like the, the more this is rolling out, the more I'm starting to get a Hey, are you on WhatsApp? No. Hey, is this your phone number? No. Hey, are you on Instagram? <laughs> I just want to throw that out there, you know, for everybody listening. OnlyFans is really the main place that I am. The only other place I'll chat with you is on Fansly. But again, OnlyFans is, you. there's 4,000 photos and videos that you get initially when joining. And that's yeah. not including if you ask me for custom content and things like that. So along with chatting and that type of stuff. So I just wanted to let you know, you know, I don't really chat with people on social media because I have lots going on on OnlyFans and that's where I put my time into people, you know, that are there to support me and yes. whatnot. But and you're smart is- to do that. You're very smart to do that because uh oh, that that there there is that there is I have a co-host on our Sunday show. From time to time. Her name is Lena. She goes by the bunny. And I can't tell you how many times she has told me, Oh, I've been talking to the insane clown posse on Instagram. And I'm like, No, you haven't been. <laughs> I've been right. I I've been talking to this person on Instagram. No, you're not. <laughs> so it's really interesting too, you know, because there's almost not much that can be done. I w- I learned from a fan recently that someone has gone as far as to create a fake ID of me to persuade them. And I was <laughs> oh like, bro, God. this is like not legal on so many levels, like impersonation, identity theft. Like you can't just make fake IDs. So that's one reason why you I just can't make out. fake IDs. Like, 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 you know what is so funny is that we have to explain that to people. <laughs> You just can't make fake IDs. I would, you know what, this this particular fan the other night, I spent too much time, you know, I say I don't respond. The only responses you get from me on Instagram is no, that's not me because I can't stand to see those messages and like 
know that they're getting tricked and fooled and scammed. And yes. this guy told me, he said, well, I don't know who to believe. And I said, <laughs> I don't know who to believe. My main profile, like message me on my website. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I don't. And he was like, well, this person, uh, they have a thousand followers. And I was like, did, did you not see my Instagram? Like, what do you mean? He said, well, they said they're really you. And I was like, well, of course they're going to say that. <laughs> of course know? they are. I was like, okay, you know, I've done my due diligence. And that's what I told him. I said, I've done my due diligence. I, I don't, I said, I'm not asking you for anything. I don't even really want you to sign up for anything at this point. Cause I don't want you to be tricked or fooled, but you see my website on every photo that they're stealing. So that would, does that yes. not tell you something? But I mean, you know, I, I do what I can, but it's like if they don't want to believe me because they've built this relationship with a fake catfish, then it's really, it's sad and it's hard. You know what I mean? Because I work my yeah. ass off for this content and for people to just steal it, it's it's wild. But there are legal teams that are going to be looking into that. So that way that can kind of resolve a lot of that and hopefully stop that right now. Because it's getting annoying, honestly. Well, I'll tell you, I, I, I bet it is because just, all the nonsense that that some of these people do on these on these social media platforms i just it's it's definitely wild it is it's an insult you know funny story i had somebody ask me for my id one time to get verified on a website as me and i was like what did you really just ask me for like <laughs> I can't like that's some balls, dude. You know what I mean? Like he had some major balls to ask me for my ID to get himself verified to use my content to make himself money. And I was just like, this is this is getting out of control. Like it's wild. Wow. That is that is pretty fucking ballsy. <laughs> I have to say. Wow. If somebody told me if I sent them a $300 iTunes gift card, that of they course. would stop using my content. Of and I was course. like, no, no, you can't. You no, no. And I was like, your screenshots aren't gonna do anything, bro. Like, just stop. You know what I mean? Like, make your own content. Everybody can make content. You don't have to use mine. We so, don't. We don't negotiate with terrorists, even in the porn world. My God. <laughs> Literally, it's it's wild the things that creators have to deal with these days. But I mean, I guess you have to deal with stuff different ways in every industry you're in you know what i mean that's just one of the hurdles that we have to have to go through we've got madison knox with us today you can find her on uh, her incredible website madison-knox.com and uh she is pretty amazing Th thanks for doing this today i've learned a heck of a lot and uh you have been very entertaining we will have to do this again at some stage of the game well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Definitely, definitely. Now, um, is this, uh, I noticed on your OnlyFans, you're running a special for the next, what is it, 31 days? Is that still yes. active? It is. So it's only $3 to join, and that gets you access to chatting with me for free. And it's a 4,000 photos is and videos is combination that I told you about. So for the three dollars, you get all that content and chatting with me and all that kind of good stuff. So it's a pretty amazing special, I'd like to think. We have got Madison Knox with us today. Onlyfans.com slash Madison Knox. And Madison, thanks for doing this, my friend. I really enjoyed the conversation and uh we will talk to you soon. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you, my friend. Have yourself a wonderful day.
You too. Appreciate it. There she goes. That is Madison Knox. And we are going to take a brief time out. And when we come back, we have got more coming up. Oh, boy. <laughs> Lots of things happening. We got more coming up on the other side. It is the world famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio and AMFM, 247.com. We are back live here on KJagRadio.com. We have got a great, great guest joining us here on our big program. He is tremendous. He is a brand new artist, a, a great rap artist. Go ahead and uh, give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Tell us how we can find you online and everything else. What's up, man? Welcome. I appreciate you inviting me. Uh, I go by the name of Log G. Of course, I represent the poor. Um, my website is www.logkbt.com. And you can find all my singles, a bio, uh, my press kit, where I'm going to be performing live at. You can find all of that there on that website. Uh, go on and purchase yourself a, a track or two, you know, because every time that you do purchase music from underground artists, you're supporting the movement and you're supporting uh, them keeping creating and all that, you know. Yes, indeed. We have got Loke G with us today. He joins us here on our big broadcast. He is a fabulous, fabulous Chicano rapper, and uh, he represents the poor and downtrodden. Loke G with us today here on our broadcast. So how did you get started doing the rap thing, my friend? Tell us a little bit about this. Man, I was born into the music industry. Um, I have I come from a long line of musicians, so like very young, I was involved in the music business, but uh, back in those days, it was more Tejano. Tejano's a different genre of music. I don't know if you're familiar, yep. but it's yep. mostly like live events, do performing gigs, weddings, ceremonies, like getting paid to perform type of uh, music. So uh, in, the mu in the rap game, I came in there kind of young because I was a fan of the rap music. So when I, saw, I started seeing my friends in this particular uh, South Side area that I lived in, San Antonio, they started this thing called freestyling. Um, where we're just rapping about current events, things that are happening personally to each other. So when I saw that, it blew my mind. And I, feel, I knew at that moment that I could put my thoughts into music. So uh, we, used to, we used to freestyle. We used to do all this um, very young. I was like in sixth or seventh grade when I picked it up. Uh, that very next year, 1999, I was already performing at talent shows. I was already going to open mics. I was uh, basically participating in the underground rap scene at a very young age, you know, and I never quit. I never stopped. We just keep proceeding, going through the levels. And uh, eventually I was part of an independent record label back in the year 2002. I signed with Pro Records and we released uh, two underground albums in La Frontera, which means on the border, and Todo Se Vale, which means anything goes. Uh, it was bilingual. It was all original. Um, we kind of tested the waters to see what the people, the mass general public would think of our talent and how we were coming to the game. Because definitely original and, and unique, a unique talent is a little different than what everybody's used to listening to, you know? 
Well, I'll tell you, you have got a great, great background. We've got Loke G with us today. He joins us here on our big program here on kjagradio.com and, of course, the Mike.fun. And uh, Loke G has had a significant number of compelling tunes. He's released over the course of a few years and a lot more under production. Loke G is with us today here on our big broadcast. And he is about to take the musical world by storm. And I am so glad that we have got up-and-coming artist Loke G with us today. So tell me about the Texas music scene. Uh, you're very involved in the Texas music scene. Tell me all about it, my friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I would love to. That's uh, an honor of mine. In Texas, it's pretty much like a small country. Like, uh, we have so many small towns and counties of where people live here in Texas that uh, it pretty much creates its own little environment, its own little ecosystem when it comes to the music scene. Uh, It's very common to see underground shows, uh, hip-hop events, um, car shows, anything basically where they can set up the music with the mic and the DJ. You're going to see a bunch of people out here expressing themselves. Um, so we, I've been part of that many, many years. Um, like I said, it's already 2022. I've known a lot of people. We've been participating. Um, Texas is its own little breed of, of, of rap. Like we have our own little style. Everything is kind of intermingled because we have Houston is a hub for the country. So people from all over the world come to Houston and it makes a big melting pot. So uh, ethnicity doesn't really come into play as much. Like um, it's, it's like that in different parts of the country, but in Texas, everybody pretty much gets along. Um, but I try to keep it original. I try to just express how I feel, write only what I've been through. Um, I do take on commission tracks. My last uh, commission track was a song called Windows Have Down, and it features Lucky Luciano and Big Gemini which wow. are uh, two pretty big popular artists from here, from Texas, Houston, and Dallas included. Um, I've been, you know, in the scene working with a bunch of these people. It's it's great. I love it. I couldn't have it any other way. And uh, Texas is definitely its own little breed. So when you hear about the third coast, that's what they're referring to. And we have so many little small towns. If you decide to go tour or if you decide to go sell merchandise, you'll have too many stops. That's awesome. It is Loke G. He's with us today here on KJagRadio.com. He's an up-and-coming artist, and we are uh, just extremely excited to be talking with this incredible, talented musician today. He possesses incredible expertise in the genre of rap music and Chicano music. He he is amazing. He's a singer. He's a songwriter. He's a rapper. Tell us a little bit about uh, some of the different themes and some of the different things that you write about and cover in your music, my friend. For sure. Um, let me just correct you. I, I don't sing. I rap. I write okay. music, but I don't sing. I, I work with a lot of people that, that do sing, so I'm not going to uh, disrespect them. But I, I like I said, I work. I help a lot of people. I've gone through many bad situations in the music business. So what I do is I reach out to uh, upcoming artists like myself, and I try to help them uh, with different areas, including legal, distribution, uh, marketing, advertisement, project management. There's a lot of ins and outs in the business that's not really related to the art. So I try to focus on helping the little guy. That's why when I say I represent the poor and the downtrodden, not only am I speaking for the general public, 
but I'm also reaching out to these artists who are up and coming, no matter what genre, and I can uh, offer expertise with my experience based on the legal side of how to make your money, how different ways that people don't even know that they could be collecting mechanical royalties, uh, publish, publishing. There's just different areas of the music that people are not aware of, and I want to bring awareness to, you know? Well, you are fantastic. We have got Lok G with us today. He is part of a incredible group called KBT. It stands for Knights of the Brown Table, which, by the way, I love that. I, th- I think that's fantastic. Tell me a little bit about the Knights of the Brown Table. I appreciate you for asking. Yeah, well, so definitely I want to introduce you to KBT. This Basically, if you if you rock with us, if you're part of uh, listening to our music and you like the message and everything, you're a knight as well. Uh, that just means you carry yourself in a certain way. You respect others. You have a, a, some morals, a code. You, you carry yourself uh, the way you want to be treated. You treat others. So it's pretty simple. But the brown table, that's kind of like a metaphor because um, if you look at population in a chart, let's put it on a table chart. What's the brown part of it? You know, that's where I represent. That's where my voice stands louder. So I try to just set an example for the little kids that look like me and have, have came from different areas of the world that can really relate to the music. And maybe I can help them get along through some of the stuff that I know I've been through. And certainly my, my little brother, Free Bricabelli, um, who got caught up in the streets and ended up catching a case in Texas got uh, 17 years on his first offense. So wow. it's not, the streets are not playing with you people out here. So I just want to bring awareness to everything that I can that I know I'm related to, you know? I hear you, my friend. We have got a great guest with us today. Loke G joins us here on our big broadcast. So you have got some incredible music out there. How do people buy your music and listen to your music? Best thing to do is to go to my website, www.logkbt.com, and that'll give you all the information that you need. You can find where I'm going to be performing at. You can find what songs I've released, what I'm currently working on. Uh, Follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe to me on YouTube. I always put out vlogs behind the scenes on YouTube, but we do have a Patreon account. If you guys want to support and show pledge, that's how we keep creating and bringing more music to y'all. Of course, on the YouTube, on the About page, you can find all those links. You can also go to the Redbubble and purchase some merch. We have original artwork there, the Knights of the Brown Table, a bunch of KBT stuff. So you guys want to show support, that's the best way to do it. If you want to consume music, you got to come to my website. That's the best way to get it. Fantastic. We have got Loke G with us today. We are going to play some Loke G here in just a few. Tell me about We Back Now. We're going to play that here in a few moments. Already, We Back Now. Um, we Back Now is something that me and my little brother, uh, Brick of Ellie, we worked on that before he cut his case. It's about nine years old, believe it or not. We retouched it up, we put a little intro on it, and we just added some sauce and some spices so y'all can check out what we're working on currently uh, at that point. But we back. KBT is forever, it's eternal, and it's because of y'all. Fantastic. Well, we are going to do this. I am going to... uh... I am going to place you, or I'm going to attempt to place you on a brief hold here on Skype, and uh, 
And actually, no, I don't. I, I don't have that ability to do that with this. Okay. Um, well, well, we'll do this. We're going to stick that in. Uh, actually, we're going to do this. I'm going to hang up on Skype and play this tune, and then I will get right back with you, my friend. Uh, here it is. It's Loke G, and it's We Back Now, and it's here on our big program. Of the hip hop and reaper, I'm coming to split ya and leave your wide open. I'm crushing the nobis, our skills that should bet you can't be teasing you, torment. Big off for a while, going through ups and downs, punishing up the spouse, jumping in the vocabulary with every piece that we say. Try to guard us separate ways, but at the end, it worked out. What's up to the fans who never stop listening and practice all of our dance from reverberation? So before the absence, but I spoke with the captain of God. The order to attack them with a brand new recruit, and to all of the Skeptics, I'm sending a real big thank you of gay skills and the fan base of 2015. Be the jokes to times, the grit and big took. Rest in peace to below, tempo and not show KBG. We back now. I know that we do learn. KBG, but we back now. And I know that we do this, this, round table. 30 self cells. Cause it's your captain Loki Let me slap up this B with some serious speech Cause I'm packing this heat Like I'm shipping the summer from the south and the east In the north and the west I got my hands on my chest It's me I never left Had to start from the bottom When we went our separate ways But my life's about this hustle And that's how it's gonna stay Cause I got a lot of haters And they ain't going away But if you got that beef Then we sink it to the streets You say that you a beef But you the first to yell out peace Yeah I got me a beef Bitch this is what it is I've been rebellious ever since since a little kid, there's nothing you can tell us that we already did. There's a reason that these fellas and these fellas always ask for acapella. Cause we rap for the rap, I represent the underground. I got that cheek on a lifestyle. I'm a night wherever the tables are, represent the struggle. And we never back it down, KBT is back. So you fake rappers in trouble, flip it double, watch me juggle. And I like for our turn, gotta be smuggled, yeah, that's right. 30 sound sound, KBT sound, cause we back now. We have got more with Captain Loke G right now here on our big program. We go back to Skype. So we have to call Captain Loke G on Skype. (laughs) And we'll get him back in here with us. And uh, we're going to attempt to get him back in here with us. Uh, when you set up these calls on Skype, sometimes technology just does not work in your favor. So we are going to see if 
I can get Captain Loke G back in here. Um, it's not looking like it's going to let me do it. So we are just going to go to his next track. It is fantastic. It is my team's hungry, and it's here. On the mic.fun at kjagradio.com. Hungry. 
That is Captain Loke G. My team's hungry. And it's here on KJagRadio.com and the Mike.fun. Great artist, Captain Loke G with us here on our broadcast. And you can get more information online. He is tremendous. Thanks for joining us here on Twitch. And we will see you next time here on kjackradio.com. We have got Loke G with us. He joins us live here on our big program. And um, we just heard uh, an incredible, incredible song uh, from you. You you have got a lot of great tunes. They are all available online. How do people buy your music? Well, it depends on how you want to buy it. But you, if you have op- Apple or you have Spotify or you have Amazon, you can do a quick Google search, Log G, and it'll come up and it'll bring up your preference. That's the best thing to do. Fantastic. Well, we heard, uh, we just heard after we heard uh, We Back Now, we also played My Team's Hungry. Tell me about My okay. Team's Hungry, my friend. It was a great track. Yeah, My Team's Hungry is basically was a big model for a long time when we're putting in the work out here in the streets. Uh, my whole team has got something to win and something to lose. So we're out here trying to get it by any means necessary. So uh, we forget about the lines. We Everything gets blurred over. We're just trying to let everybody know what the message is, let everybody listen to the music and make sure that everything is good the way it's supposed to be. You know, my team's hungry. That just self-explanatory. We're like some predators out here. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, as we wrap up here with you, my friend, uh, tell me how we connect with you on social media. Best way to get at me is on Instagram. Uh, it's uh, at KBT underscore Log If you really want to talk to me, connect with me, you got to go to my Instagram. That's uh, my, my page. But you can get at me on Twitter. You can get at me on YouTube. Or you can go directly to my website, and it'll give you my email information. So that way, if you want to collaborate or if you want to get a commission that's the best way to reach out to me through email fantastic well i appreciate you making time for us today thanks for coming on and uh chatting with us and we will chat with you soon have yourself a wonderful day my friend hey man you too i appreciate you reaching out i want to say rest in peace to my suegro chico and everything we're doing is in participation for everybody to become greater so if everybody does a little bit nobody has to do a lot of bit that's awesome that's awesome well loke g have yourself a wonderful day we'll talk to you soon thank you sir thank you man appreciate it there he goes that is loke g And that wraps it up here from our big program. We will see you next time. And we have got a great guest joining us today here on the broadcast. Go ahead and uh, give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Tell us about yourself. Uh, I'm Lil Liddy. I'm 17 from Los Angeles, California. Uh, I make music. I have a clothing company. And, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. So uh, you have got a incredible background. Tell us a little bit about how you got uh, started in the music business and everything else, my friend. Um, basically, I've always liked music and stuff like that. 
and always listening to music had a big influence in my life. But uh, I was, I went, I go to church, and these two dudes saw something in me and put me in the studio, and that's how my first track, Lemonade Juice, came about. Little Liddy with us today. He joins us live here on our big program, Coast to Coast, Border to Border, on iHeartRadio today. So uh, you you have got a uh, just a tremendous, tremendous background. Tell us about this uh, this track uh, that 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 we're going to be hearing here in a few moments. Uh, it's called La Drill. Um, it's like like UK New York drill type vibe, but uh it's it's uh like a new sound for la like i'm like the fir- one of the first or no the first to do it uh drill music so that's what it's about Sorry. fantastic fantastic it is a, a great guest with us today little Liddy is with us and uh, he joins us today here in a broadcast. He is a young CEO, a Los Angeles-born native. He raps, he designs clothing, he drinks brand lemonade, millionaires. LittleLitty.com is the official website. He joins us today here in a broadcast. We're having a good time <laughs> with Little Litty. So, uh, so, so tell me about Lemonade Juice. We're going to play this here in just a few moments, man. Um... Lemonade juice, it was, I basically used to sell lemonade and stuff like that. Well, I still do, but, you know, like, on the corner, I sell lemonade. And then the drink was just so good that we made, you know what I'm saying? I had to make a song about it, you feel me? Fantastic. Yeah, that's how that came about. Fantastic. But we are going to do this. We are going to put you on hold, my friend, and we are going to play Little Letty. It's Lemonade Juice, and it's here on your world famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. Yeah, I got juice. I got flair, lemonade, millionaire. The golden shots in the 
That is little Liddy. It's lemonade juice, and it's here on the Jiggy Jaguar Experience each and every Sunday here on Radio Xenu, and uh, also the mix on Tuesdays. And we have got little Liddy joining us today, lemonade millionaires. You can get more information at littleliddy.com. So, little Liddy, tell us about your social media and websites, and how, how we get a hold of you. Um, my Instagram is Lil Liddy, aka Lil Juice. Uh, my TikTok is Lil Liddy One. Uh, I I have a website, Lemonade Millionaires, and uh, Lillian Raven Clothing. But uh, on Etsy, Lillian Raven Clothing, that's like where I sell the most. Like that's like I guess the go-to spot for people. Okay. Uh, my Instagram. I've been, I've been going. Uh, oh yeah, Lemonade Millionaires Instagram. That's like my uh, brand. Um, I've been going for some time, you know, on Instagram. I used to pull up to schools and stuff and perform and all that, but you know, some you know, COVID came. You know, what I'm saying that ruined everything. But my YouTube is Little Liddy. I just dropped a music video yesterday called L.A. Drill, and yeah. So, so tell us about the uh, the clothing line. Uh, the clothing line, um, is, uh, mo- mostly everything's custom, you know, uh, ready-to-wear custom. Um, yeah, just a bunch of cool designs and stuff like that. Um, puffer jackets, bulletproof vests, uh, uh, t-shirts, half-half ski masks, all types of stuff. Okay, I have, I I have a creator and CEO. Yep, yep. Tell us about the, uh, how you make bulletproof vests fashionable. Uh Um. uh, just get some like good uh, fabric or like print, you know. I don't know. It it just depends on like how you can rock it or how you dress or stuff like that. But I mean, you can make anything fashionable, really. Fantastic. We have got a trash can fashionable. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) We have got a great guest with us today. He uh, joins us live here on our big program. So uh, we're going to play L.A. Drill here in a few. Tell me about L.A. Drill. Yes, sir. Um, Just a a new sound uh, to the L.A. wave, L.A. sound. uh, you can see some of my merch in it, you know, representing the brand. And, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, we are going to go to L.A. Drill. It is Little Liddy, and he joins us today here on our big program here on iHeartRadio and also AMFM247.com. And we go to it right now. It's L.A. Drill. We're back here in a few. Yo. Pull up to this spot, bro. I just got the spot, bro. Got dollar count. All right, I'm gonna send you that. All right, bro. 
I did a tribute, that's just sad. Take his bitch on a date, yeah, he big mad. Your favorite rapper got rubber, his wrist at. And I heard he was broke with a thick sack. He was lost, he gon' need him a big map. Ayy, he was lost, he gon' need him a big map. He won't smoke to that little boy to sit back. To a big bag, you an outdated trip, yeah, that's just sad. Took his bitch on a date, yeah, he big mad. Your favorite rapper got rubber, his wrist at. And I heard you was broke, better fix that. He was lost, he gon' need him a big map. Hey, he was lost, he gon' need him a big map. He won't smoke to that little boy to sit back. Little Lydia, I get to a big bag, you an outdated trip, yeah, that's just sad. Took his bitch on a date, yeah, he big mad. Your favorite rapper got rubber, his wrist at. And I heard you was broke, better fix that. He was lost, he gon' need him a big map. Hey, he was lost, he gon' need him a big map. He won't smoke to that little boy to sit back. The sauce like raisin canes when I'm feeling real bored, I hop on a plane. I want me some new properties, fuck a chain. He was talking, they hawked him into his brain. Says you love me, but my feelings ain't the same. Treat me like a game, I'll show you how it's played. These linen is bugging, go grab a ray. And I feel like little baby, I'm getting paid. You want smoke, but you can't even flick a lighter. Yeah, my name is Lil Liddy, I cause a fire. Says she won't get a taste, so I look like Tiger with some niggas that spooky like Michael Myers. And Gravo, but I will take off with your hoe. When I get her, just know she won't let me go. Yeah, I'm eating too much, I keep getting dough. And it's up, what the fuck is you coming for? Yeah, my drippers were wet, I come mop a floor. Yeah, my drippers were wet, it came from the shore. You got rest, but still still in the bottom store. Got my MC hammer, I feel like Thor. If it ain't shown, then it ain't really known. Why this girl in my crib saying it's her home? You a dog, but you still cannot get a bone. That's her girl, why she keep blowing up my phone? That's her girl, she got my songs on replay. Yeah, I hope I don't crash on the freeway. If I pull up, I need to be prepaid. You hella soft, cheesecake, do a dolo, I don't need a teammate Remember days I was selling on eBay, that they be copying drip, I think he gay Lydia, I get to a big bag, you an outdated drip, yeah, that's just sad Took his bitch on a date, yeah, he big mad, your favorite rapper got rubber, his wrist at And I heard you was broke, better fix that, he was lost, he gon' need him a big map Ay, He was lost, he gon' need him a big map, he won't smoke to that little boy to sit back Lydia, I get to a big bag, you an outdated drip, yeah, that's just sad Took his bitch on a date, yeah, he big mad, your favorite rapper got rubber, his wrist at and I heard you was broke, better fix that He was lost, he gon' need him a big map Ay, He was lost, he gon' need him a big map He won't smoke to that little boy to sit back Little lady, I get to a big bag You went out, did you get that shit sad? That is L.A. Drill, and it is Little Liddy here on our big broadcast. You can find him on TikTok, Little Liddy, the number one. Also, Little Liddy, a.k.a. Little Juice on Instagram, and uh, he joins us today here on our big program. So what's next for you, my friend? Tell us a little bit about what you got coming up. Um, Touring. Uh, new music album um, giving um, celebrity puffer jackets, clothes, all types of stuff. Fantastic. Well, before we let you go, how do people uh, get in touch with you on social media, websites, all these things? Uh, Etsy, Lillian Raven Clothing. Uh, Lil Liddy, a.k.a. Lil Juice, on Instagram. Uh, you can contact me there. Um, Lemonade Millionaires. Um, TikTok. You know, I'm active. I'll respond. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Lil Liddy. For, for bookings and info. Yes. Uh, info for Lil Liddy, a.k.a. Info for Lil Liddy at gmail.com. Fantastic. Well, little Liddy, 
Thanks for doing this, brother. Really appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you, man. All right. Appreciate you, too. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Have yourself a wonderful day. There he goes. That's little Liddy. And uh, we are going to take a timeout. When we come back, we've got more coming up. It is the Sunday radio broadcast. We are back live here on our big broadcast. We are coast to coast. We are border to border on iHeartRadio today. Also, AMFM247.com. Tune in iTunes, and you can find us each and every day over there at dot com and we have got a great guest going to join us here in just a few moments chris logger is with us he is going to be part of a gigantic show at the red shed coming up this weekend and um chris you've got this brand new album there is so much stuff going on with you first of all for folks that have been hiding under a rock for the last couple years and don't know uh, don't know anything about chris logger Give us a little bit of a uh, of an intro and a, and, a, and a refresher for the folks that do know who you are. Um, well, I'm a musician that really enjoys um, just jamming and having fun, playing guitar, singing songs that people can clap and sing along with and dance to. And uh, you know, my mo- my mantra is celebrate life because I just love all styles of music and, like I said, bring it to people and allowing the music to uh you know be a thing that lifts people's spirits and gives you a reason to congregate and get together with kindred spirits so that's kind of my vibe that's awesome that's awesome well you are quite uh the individual i know i've been i've been hearing from all sorts of different people when they knew that you were going to be coming to hutchinson that uh they are just gaga uh, tell us a little bit about <laughs> some of the different things you've been doing lately. I know you've got this brand new album. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But uh, w- w- what have you been up to uh, touring-wise and, and everything else? Well, um, I'm busier than ever. i got three kids that I'm trying to be present with and uh, enjoy. And i got a wife, too, that I'm trying to do the same with. So... Um, and then you throw all the fact that I did the October West Coast run and back. Um, yep. I just recorded a record with Jackson Stokes a couple weeks ago at my studio. Um, he was a, a killer St. Louis uh, musician. Um, and I'm trying to finish the mixes on my record. Uh, the second record that I recorded while I was in the pandemic. So the first record I recorded was this Blues Lover album that dropped in october um and so that's the one i've been pushing um and it was just like a passion pandemic project where i uh wanted to uh record a blues record because i I, blues was my entry point to picking up the guitar when when i picked up the guitar i wanted to play blues so and i've never really done a blues record so it was just something fun that i was like you know i'm gonna do so I recorded that during the pandemic, and then I recorded a second original record full of my songs that are going to come out here in the next couple months, hopefully by spring. That's fantastic. That is amazing. So uh, what what exactly did you do as far as the writing process to bring this uh, this new collection of music to life? 
Well, the current collection is the only record I've never really wrote the majority of the music. Um, I only wrote two songs off this new record. Um, two out of ten. The other eight are like uh, eight of my favorite blues songs that I've been playing for, you know, some of them for 20 years, some of them for a few years. So um, it was just kind of a musical statement and, and almost like a time capsule. Yeah, and so like when I'm playing when I'm playing with other musicians, I can be like, "This is how I like this particular blues song to go," and they got a reference. It was almost like a reference point for me, you know, more than anything else, more than like an artistic statement. That's awesome. It was just something. It was something I wanted to do, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Chris Logger with us today. He's going to be part of a giant show at the Red Shed coming up this weekend, and. um so, with your new collection of music, what, what are some of your goals for this record? Um, well, for this upcoming record, um, a lot of the tunes are, are spirituals in the sense that um, they're written in a sense that I'm trying to lift up my spirits and the spirits of the listener. So I definitely come at music with an angle of how it's going to affect the listener. Um, yeah. and, and even before that, it's how it affects me as the writer and this guy who's going to sing it every night. You know, I, I don't want to, I, I really believe we're defined by the stories we tell. So I make it a mission to tell good stories. And, uh, you know, so that there's a large part of that and then there's also parts where there's sometimes there's a couple songs where it's like uh um where it's almost like uh self-affirming messages where it's like i gotta i gotta do this or you ain't there's a song called you ain't gonna do me like that <laughs> which is one of my favorite <laughs> uh songs off the forthcoming record that we're gonna release by spring so you know, it's not all. It's not like it's bubble gums and rainbows necessarily. It's it's true to true to form life. You know, and and uh, part of sometimes you can lift up your spirits by allowing yourself to go down a dark path, and you can still find the light by the end of the tune. I believe, even if it's not just in your face. Um, you know, music. Music can be po the music, even though I, I try to put a positive spin, even on my dark tunes. Let's put it that way. <laughs> That's awesome. We have got Chris Logger with us today. He's going to be part of the Red Shed Music Series this weekend here in Hutchinson, Kansas. You can get your tickets online via the Red Shed's Facebook page or get on Eventbrite. Search Chris Logger, and uh, we're chatting with Chris Logger today. He is a one of a kind songwriter, guitarist, singer. He plays the keyboards. He is absolutely amazing. So, what what was the first instrument that you picked up when um when when you started doing this music thing? Guitar. It was guitar. Yeah. My old man got me a guitar for Christmas when I was seven, and it was one of those like Target guitars where it had the speaker in it. I think That's it was called awesome. the Terminator. That's In fact, great. I still got it. I got it right over here. <laughs> That's great. Look at that. That's badass. Finish it out. 
You know, I think that's awesome because I, I, I don't talk to a lot of musicians that uh, still have their very first guitar, so I think that is badass. And oh, she yeah. still got that. It's called the Terminator. <laughs> I think I that's great. Jimmy on the bank. I remember doing that when I was just like 15 years old. I yeah, think that's so. great. That's All great. Right. Chris Logger with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. So what, what, when did you decide you wanted to start playing the keyboards? Um, our keyboardist had this old, uh, it was like, uh, I want to say Fender. No, yeah, it was a Fender Rhodes. And it was like a 1970s electric piano that was just heavy and god-awful as far as like, you know, you had to really want to play it if if you were going <laughs> to bring it. <laughs> you had to really some players play do. It. Some players do tour with Fender Rhodes, but he needed a place to store this, and I stored it at uh at my house, and that's when I first started playing keyboards. That's great. You hear me? Did yeah, we've got you. We've got you, my friend. We've got you. Right, so, great. so Chris Logger is with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. So, Chris, uh, this this music collection. Um, when 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 do you start going back into the studio and uh, and and putting new music out there? Now that this is out. Oh, I'm in the studio right now. I was just uh, cutting harmonies on this Christmas tune that I would love to release. You know, I don't know if I'll release it or not, but I got, I, I want to do it. I just talked to my buddy Lyle Davinsky, who talked to, who said he'd do some harmonies on it. So uh, that could be fun. Um, and I'm hoping I can finish that. I wanted to work on it tonight here after we got done talking, so. We'll see if I if I like the the way it shapes up in the next day or two. I might just go ahead and release it. That's great. That's great. Well, yeah. you are quite the musician. I look forward to uh, seeing you at the Red Shed this weekend. And uh, we are going to play some of your music right now, my friend. Thanks for doing this, and uh, I, I look forward to chatting with you uh, this weekend at the Red Shed. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful evening, my friend. Thank you. Bless you, and happy holidays. Much Thank love. You. Thank you, my man. There he goes. That's Chris Logger. He joins us today here on our big broadcast, and we are Coast to Coast and Border to Border on iHeartRadio today. And we... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.